AML Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support. Hello and welcome to the AML Hub Podcast. Today we'll be hearing from Farad Ravandi from MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, US. Hello, I'm Farad Ravandi. I'm a professor of medicine in the Department of Leukemia at University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. The question that has been posed to me is, can HMA maintenance therapy improve eligibility for hematopoietic stem cell transplant? And um, I think uh, we have all uh, thought about maintenance therapy in AML for a long time. This is dating back into uh, uh, the 90s where chemotherapy was used for maintenance However, the idea of maintenance has not uh, gained traction because of the lack of availability of an effective and a fairly non-toxic strategy. And uh, the other thing has been that there have been a number of studies using hypomethylating agents, either decidabine or azacitidine, uh, for maintenance therapy in AML. And many of these uh, studies have uh, been terminated early because of uh, slow accrual. Uh, however, the AZA, uh, uh, the, sorry, the Quasar AML001 uh, trial that compared uh, the use of oral azacitidine CC486 to placebo as a maintenance strategy for patients over the age of 55 who had achieved complete remission or uh, CRI uh, after receiving induction uh, traditional chemotherapy plus or minus consolidation has now been reported in the New England Journal of Medicine showing a benefit for uh, maintenance therapy with uh, CC486 as compared to benefit uh, as compared to placebo in terms of overall survival. Now, um, of course, uh, one of the questions that comes uh, from the study from uh, many transplant colleagues is uh, these patients were above age 55 and you transplant many of them and perhaps many many centers, uh, a significant proportion are at least considered for transplant. Uh, but you all uh, have had the situation where uh, patients receive traditional uh, three plus seven chemotherapy and uh, you know perhaps going to remission and uh, they are receiving a main, uh, first cycle of consolidation and develop a significant uh, infection and require ICU care. And then after that, their performance status uh, declines significantly. So they're no longer con- considered a transplant uh, eligible patient. And this can also happen just after the initial induction chemotherapy uh, in these older patients. And uh, of course, uh, then uh, the question comes, can we bridge them to a later transplant using the maintenance CC486. And I think uh, this is definitely uh, feasible. Uh, Even in the Quasar AML uh, study, there were uh, several patients who um, uh, did did receive uh, allogeneic stem cell transplant in first remission, about six of them on the CC486 arm. So one could assume that initially the physicians felt that these patients were not eligible and then later their condition significantly improved while they were receiving uh, CC486. Of course, this data has been shown uh, with uh, 
CC486, but uh, one uh, could uh, potentially extrapolate this to the other injectable uh, hypomethylating agents, uh, either azacitidine or uh, decidabine. And so, uh, in my opinion, uh, in at least some patients, these uh, HMA agents, either intravenous, subcutaneous, or now the oral CC486, can potentially be used uh, for um, uh, bridging them to eventual allogeneic stem cell uh, transplant. And this could even be possible even in younger patients who uh, decline in their performance status after the initial induction and consolidation, and then uh, one wants to transplant them at a later date. However, as you know, uh, there is no published data on this uh, uh, subject, so clearly this is just a speculation. Thank you very much, and I'm grateful for your attention. Thank you for listening to the AML Hub podcast. We would also like to thank our supporters, Genentech, Roche, Abvi, Amgen, Novartis, Bristol-Myers-Squibb, Janssen Oncology, and Jazz Pharmaceuticals. AML Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support.